The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey girl, hey, welcome to Taste of Taylor, my weekly podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Strecker. You might know me from Sirius XM Radio. I mean, I was there for like 12 years after all. But then Howard Stern allegedly got jealous of me, so I had to leave. I was actually able to pull myself up by the bootstraps and start my own podcast, Taste of Taylor, which is now officially with Dear Media. I'm so excited to say that. Ha! So I promise you in this podcast, you're going to either learn about something, you're going to be inspired by someone that's like always coming from a perspective of like humor, then this is the place for you. I hope you enjoy this little snack. rules to motherhood and everywhere in between it's time to catch up with sheena shea this is shenanigans and now here's your host sheena shea Hey guys, welcome back to Shenanigans. This week I'm back on the Hot Topics couch with two of your and my personal favorite pop culture experts. I got such a great response a couple weeks ago when these two were on Shenanigans. So I figured we would get into some wrapping up the year Shenanigans. Please welcome back my girl Kiki Monique and Ryan Bailey. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> I mean, Wait, Santa. Don't call me that. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got canceled. Did you get that from the Christmas Lay song? <laughs> yeah. I I played the Christmas Lay song the other night over at Jeff Lewis's. I yeah? made them play Wait, it. Wait, yes. no way. Yes. I oh made them gosh. play it. I love intro. that. It's a bop. It is. It actually is a bop. I'll take this off. It's just me, Ryan. <laughs> You're like, let's get into uh, The carrot top of Bravo. But yeah, it's a bop. Yeah. Thank you. So I feel like the response was a little mixed, but it felt more positive than not. Yeah, I think people just like didn't want Raquel, Rachel's name. They were like, everything else I liked, I just didn't want to hear that part. Yeah, and you know, I thought about it, but here's the thing too, is that we wrote that at the end of summer and recorded it so many months ago. I kind of even forgot about that part. And then when it came out, I was like, I mean, yeah, a lot of time has passed, but... Listen, Lennon and McCartney <laughs> with the Beatles, they went through lyric changes as well. I wanted more about Tom Sandoval in there. I would want a full <laughs> rap breakdown just about Sandoval. And I think you'd be okay. But overall, if you take that rap thing out of it, yeah. it's actually a really, really fun song. Yeah. It is so fun. I've even thought about doing another version of it maybe next Christmas. That's just Christmas and nothing Bravo. Yeah. But the original idea with this song when we did it back in like end of August was to hopefully debut at BravoCon. And uh, ideally at the Bravos was my vision and to have the camera panned of the Trace Amigas and like, <laughs> you know, Erica Jane and everyone. That would have been so, amazing. Yeah. What happened? They just didn't have room for us to perform. They had a whole showgirls thing. And yeah. I mean, all of the performances they had, there just wasn't room for it. But that was the original goal when we wrote that rap was to debut it at BravoCon, have flashes of everyone hearing it for the first time, a lyric video in the back, and that but didn't happen. It was so. weird, though, when you played it for us that when we recorded a couple weeks yeah. ago. 
still one of the most bizarre experiences of my life because you just don't expect to be in front of Sheena Shea. And then she goes, hey, listen to this. And I don't, I think it's going to be good as gold. And then it's a new song. And then we la listened to the whole song and you just stared at us listening. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God. Like I, I was like, this is one of those weird dreams I'm having. Yeah. Aww, I'm it. glad it was good because then otherwise it'd been like, can Awkward. I lie? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I think, and I'm not just saying this, I've, had several people and also people in the music industry listen to some of my new music with the 27s. And at this point, I'm like, I don't give a fuck what people have to say. I know for once the songs I'm putting out are good. Like the Boy Crazy song we have done is so good. Sweet and Sour. We have two other ones we're working on. The whole EP I'm hoping to drop in February, but we'll have a Sheena's on. Are you gonna have like a live show? Are you gonna do yeah. the Erica Jane res mm -hmm. residency? I mean, that honestly, another Vegas residency for me would be a goal. It's something I talk to the guys about. I'm like, what if we just, you know, get a big house in Vegas? We do a little residency. Yeah, do I mean, everybody's doing a residency. You could do yeah. four night residency. Wu Tang has a residency. I know. I just saw that. Yeah. Fun. Sheena Shea opens for Wu Tang yeah. would be <laughs> I really. I mean, yeah. totally. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, a lot of things in 2024 around the music that I'm working on with the guys. But I'm like, you know what? The songs talk shit. Say I'm not a singer. I don't care. The songs are so catchy and so fun, and I have fun performing. And I'm not gonna let what people say take something I love away from me again. Cause I literally yeah. quit doing it. I said I would never do it again. I got so much hate, more dislikes than likes on the last music video I did. That thing is untraceable. You can't find it anywhere now. So but keep um, your head down <laughs> and just push through. That yeah. seems to be the thing is yeah. like some internal belief or actually just tell people you believe in yourself and push through yeah. because usually that turns around at some point. If you like it and other people like it, everybody will Cardi like it. Cardi B started as a reality star. Yeah. Look at her now. Yes. Look at her now. So we'll see. A lot of exciting things. So you're saying season 11 will be the season where we see you recording yeah. this album. Okay. Uh -huh. Interesting. Right. Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen any of the episodes yet, but I know what I filmed. So you definitely will see the 27s. I was in the recording booth with them. I performed twice with them. Do we see the recording of the holiday song? Not the holiday song, but the Screamo Good is Gold version. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So that is in the season, hopefully. And yeah. Apples. They need an hour-long Vanderpump special where it's just the musical performances of <laughs> Vanderpump Rules. Yeah. Because right. you could do Feeling You with yeah. DJ James Kennedy and Lala, that yeah. little moment. There's so many musical moments through Vanderpump Rules. Vanderpump the season. musical. Exactly. Oh, I my God. You took the words out of my mouth. I have been saying this for years. We need a Vanderpump Rules the musical. Just a one-hour special. Special on Bravo. I think it would be so iconic. He's just a worm with the mustache. That's all he is. He's a worm with a guy. You know? That, I mean, like, I yeah. pay. I yeah. well, we know you pay money like, for just about money. anything. <laughs> just me in a theater watching going, this is amazing. But that's the thing is, do we play ourselves or do people play us? Like, I, I think, think it could go either way. People should play you. I think it would be more fun. Don't you think that would yeah. be more? Like... Yeah, I think then you could do stunt casting because then you could even throw other Bravo celebrities as you. Right. You could like get the Southern Charm cast involved. Ooh. You can get Real Housewives. Erica okay. Jane will need Paige a job. Paige is me yeah. for sure. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think... Any guy in Southern Charm could be Tom. And I think you would be Winterhouse has some good people. Yeah. I, that would actually be a real thing. That would yeah. be so fun. I love it. Wait, mm. I love this. We're going to manifest this. <laughs> so, okay. Speaking of other Bravo shows, when you guys were here a couple weeks ago, we had a discussion on the drama unfolding down in OC. Yeah. 
And instead of listening to the full podcaster reaching out to me, I saw that Tamara mm. decided to go on her podcast and kind of clap back at something said <laughs> on this episode. And she attributed them to me <laughs> saying it. And I was like, first of all, I don't think I have ever publicly or privately said a bad word about Tamara. I personally have always loved her. I don't like when I see the drama with other women I love on that show and she's a part of it. But I'm like, I personally have no issues with her. So I feel like y'all got me in trouble. <laughs> Wow, went back what a way to a throw us I got a text from Sheena <laughs> at like 10 o'clock at night, which is like, you know, Sheena doesn't text me a lot. So I'm like, oh God, what happened? What did I do? What happened? And then it was like, did, you, did, did I say this? And I was like, I don't think so. And then I was like, check the clip on your Instagram because the clip is on the shenanigans yeah. Instagram. So I went and checked. Like, and then somebody anything. tagged us or somebody said, oh, it wasn't you. It was Kiki Monique. And then so bad it's good threw in. And I was like, here we go. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I want to point out that was all about John Jansen being a complete dork toward yes. Shannon Bedore. But we did say. Well, I, I, I said I thought Tamara was behind it. Well, you know, you asked, you posed the question, I, do I, you think? Because I that in my head, I, I knew it was what I thought was thinking. I just wanted to make sure you were on board with the why, why is it wrong to point that? Why is it wrong to point out there is a certain pattern of behavior with Tamara as a housewife that she is very successful at? Yeah. Where she does tend to do the same things over and over again. I don't know. Like I also said, that's what makes her a great housewife. Exactly. There's right. a reason we watch her. Yeah. Yeah. So we had been talking about doing a pod swap with shenanigans and two T's oh, in no. a pod. Then I saw that and I was like, no, I will not be coming on your show. But then she's like, no, I love you. And I was like, well, I love you too. So like, should we do a swap? Yeah. Yes. Like, I told you, I said, go on their show. That would be great. And they should come on your show. But I do, I want Tamara to answer like, come on, you know, there's a pattern of behavior we see. Mm -hmm. Why do you get upset when we're actually pointing out what we see? That doesn't mean that's who you are as a person. Right. Besides that. Yeah. But you're very successful at it. Why not lean in? Right. And I feel like similar with me, it's like I get so frustrated sometimes with the fans, but I'm like, I have to remind myself that they're only given little bits of information like the Hot Mic podcast, which I'm going to save for my Sheena Spills solo episode next week. I'm not going to get into <laughs> that too much yet because we can save that. Shout but um, I mean, Baskin. you can give your opinions, but... I'm like, I know people didn't pay to listen to the whole thing. You know, they're seeing one small clip out of an hour conversation. But damn, did you guys listen? Uh, I, I watched those clips. Yeah, I watched yeah, those, I watched those <laughs> clips. And I've got a bone to pick with you. Yeah. I do want to point out, though, Sheena brought us here to literally throw us under the bus. To be like, Tamara, I didn't say that. It was them. They're standing right here in front of me right now. Uh, yeah. No, I watched that clip and I knew exactly... It was interesting. So I saw the frustration of people, but I also understand the con contextual of it. I mean, Alex Baskin must have did that. Did he reach out to you afterwards and go, hey, sorry about the heat you're getting on this? No, Jeremiah reached out to me and was like, hey, here's the link if you wanted to post it. And I'm like, <laughs> have you been in the comment section today? Yeah, no, I will not be sharing that. <laughs> it's interesting, though, because myself included, we all kind of break it down to like character archetypes. So it is interesting to meet you in person and start to get to know you a little bit over the years because we do. We're like, oh, that's so Sheena. Like, and you are celebrated for your Sheena-isms. That doesn't right. mean that's necessarily you, but people do that. It's just like, oh, Tom, that's so Tom, him doing a cover band and painting his face. You know, it's like we all kind of sometimes refuse to look at the greater picture because it's reality television. Right. 
I do think actually Alex tagged me in the post and was like, oh, if you want to reshare. And I was like, <laughs> Alex is on. like, hell yeah. <laughs> we got a podcast, baby. Uh, so got a podcast. We got a game. Oh, boy, it's called right. Feeling Festive. So I have a few questions and I want to see how much holiday spirit you've both got. I see you, you know, brought the Santa costume yeah, today. So I'm full Tim Allen Santa Claus. Right I now. just want to know some of your opinions on some holiday type of things. Okay. So when is it acceptable for the Christmas tree to go up? Oh, the day after Thanksgiving. Okay. Yeah, I agree with that was always the day after Thanksgiving in right. my family. Yeah. So this year in Palm Springs, I wanted the tree for Thanksgiving. I saw Lala was putting her tree up and I was like, well, if they're coming over for Thanksgiving, then I feel like I need my house decorated. So I did just put the tree up on Thanksgiving morning. And my mom was like, what are you doing? We don't do that. And, <laughs> See, and I'm like, this is a storyline. You're competing with Lala over Christmas trees now. <laughs> this I is want what... Ocean to come over and be like, wait, she doesn't have a tree. You know, I did Does it for the kids. Does she not believe in Santa Claus, mommy? <laughs> Ocean's afraid of Santa. We're trying. We're working on it. I, we took That's the kids fair. to Coco Melon the other day and Ocean actually hugged the characters. And that was was huge for her okay like i was ocean. like look summer's sitting on the grinch's lap you know like it's okay oh, the grinch but is scary and i would imagine summer moon's fully into santa right oh yeah i have already like three different times she's met him and she it's so cute i have a photo of her i'll pop it up for the video one and she's so comfy she's just laying back on him with like a full double chin because she was just like cozied up on him and it's it's the cutest thing so yeah, no fear of Santa. Did she make a Christmas list or like, does she understand what that's all about? No, I think she's a little too young for that Good. now. She just likes to grab my phone and go on Amazon and say, mommy, order this, oh. order that. Dangerous. You know, in the Keep little golden books. Yeah, um, I love no, she knows my password. Oh, I know, I know it's a, it's a thing. <laughs> but on the little golden books, on the back of it, it has like 12 other suggestions of books. So she now flips it over and she goes, mommy, I want you to order that one and order that one and... I swear the amount of money I have spent on golden books, but they're books and she but loves I love to read. Golden books is still like, they've really kept oh, yeah. it no. going. I mean, I have a golden, somebody bought me this for uh, the uh, golden books, Taylor Swift golden book. Oh, And I was like, hell yeah. But I want, I want a Vanderpump rules golden book. I want like, we should actually yeah. just really, we got to make it happen. <sighs> so many ideas. Okay. So on the Christmas tree note, when should it come down? It comes down the day, like new year's day. Really? The day. Even when of? you're hung over. Like New Year's Day, yeah. It's just okay. <laughs> it's just the rule. I'm, I'm like February third. Uh, <laughs> is it real? Is it if it's you know? Gosh, yeah. My my mom would always do New Year's Day as well. Mm -hmm. um, but it's just one of those. Yeah, I would say January fifth. Yeah, I feel like when the tree comes down, it's like your house looks so plain and I like to keep it for just a couple extra days, but then I'm like, it's January. I'm like, this shit's been up since last year. Well, let's find out when Lala's taking her down. Yeah, yeah. We'll plan accordingly from that. I'm so lazy when it comes to decorating for Christmas, but once I saw she was doing it and I was like, we can't have one house decorated, then you come next door and it's not. My mom was like, well, I guess I won't open the bin of the fall decorations I brought and we'll just put out Christmas. And I'm like, Whatever, I want the tree. I like the light. I'm trying to be a better decorator <laughs> because like I'm definitely like for Halloween, I'm like the witch on the corner. Like I don't have any decorations. <laughs> There's like spider webs, but like real ones. <laughs> not decorations. The kids do not. I haven't had a knock. And I oh. feel kind of bad about myself now. Well, it's like another holiday to realize how weird I am because I put like I have literal Vanderpump rules ornaments. I have 90 day fiance <laughs> ornaments. I have a Batmobile ornament. It's just all of my weird likes okay. and so every time i open that box i'm like 
what is my life? This is so Well, weird. I have stockings this year for my cat. So if it makes <laughs> I always do. I've always had them for Wait, the cats. Are you going to wrap gifts for your cats? I, I have in the past. And I will put something in their stocking. I was so crazy. Even in my 30s, I wouldn't let my mom put out Christmas gifts until uh, I went to bed on Christmas Eve. I'd be like, I'm retiring now. <laughs> Whatever happens from this point, I don't. Because that, that feeling of getting up and like seeing gifts, like, it was so exciting. It just... I have arrested development. Yeah. <laughs> when do you wrap your Christmas presents? Oh, usually like hours before they go under the yeah, tree. Yeah, okay, like because the, that's night, the night before. Literally yeah. what I do. Yeah. That's my yeah. tradition is I stay up so late on Christmas Eve and I wrap all of my presents. And so then in the morning, like we already have some under the tree, but then in the morning there's like. But those so people that get them and then wrap them immediately. Those are also the people that immediately write a thank you card. And I'm just like, I'm blown oh, away by those oh, people. God. Because they I seem like they know something. Thank you, get from me. I can't do the cards. I can't do a thank you card. I can't write no. anymore, especially with these nails. That's another thing I can't do. I can't make a fist, and I can't really write as well as I used to. <laughs> you guys probably can't hear. Like, when Sheena taps on her phone with the nails, yeah. that needs to be on a, a track of a Sheena oh, Shea ASMR, song. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. We're, we're coming up with so yeah. many brands. We can pay oh our ASMR. Yeah. We've, we've literally made $60 while we sat here. <laughs> Okay, so we said thank you cards. What about Christmas cards? Do you send them? Do you want to receive them? Is it an outdated custom? What do we think? Like, I don't want to receive them only because I don't send them, but people want to send them to me. And so I will accept them, but I just don't, <laughs> but don't expect anything from me because I didn't ask for them. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not good at sending them, but Meditza who works with me does all my graphic design. And so we make one each year of like a silly idea mm -hmm. and send it out to the Patreon. And we made a really good one this year with like fallen Bravo celebrities through the years on like a sleigh. And each year that. is like something Bravo related. Fallen? Uh, you know, people, you know, Tom Sandoval, like, uh, you know, I'm sure he's getting a redemption card eventually. But yeah, so it's I like that aspect of it, but I wouldn't do it on my own. Yeah, I'm too lazy. It's like I wish I enjoyed decorating. I wish I enjoyed doing like I've seen some of my friends. Usually it's the more wealthy friends of mine. They do the whole setup with their kids. And then I'm like, I feel like a shitty mom that I'm like, well, I'm not putting on a red velvet gown and taking photos <laughs> with my kid in front of a Christmas tree with all well, of this. And I'm Kim just Kardashian like. Kim Kardashian puts us all to shame. Like when I just look at really? her stories, I'm like, I will say it's it makes too. me. I do want to have a Kim Kardashian holiday. Yeah. You'll get there. But I just feel, I feel like you it's would actually, work. I feel like you would do that. I feel like that's something that I would expect from Sheena Shea is a holiday card with your family and like a, a specific theme. So my mom does them and she sends them out. So we'll, we usually try to take a family photo sometime around Thanksgiving. If we have our matching PJs or something like that, we'll do that. And then that's the Christmas card. This year we didn't get our family photo, so she just put a bunch of like different ones and decorated it and it was cute. But I do have our matching PJs that I will get for a photo to post. But that's like as much as I have in me is Christmas I feel like PJs you've got more. I feel like there's Instagram more. Post. I want to push you to like really do it next I year. I know, but that's the thing. It's like I haven't done it already every year. You know, it's like I'm <laughs> consistent with a Christmas PJ photo. Yeah. Okay. Do you but the whole, whole glam and all of that, it's just. I think the Christmas PJ photo is enough, honestly. Did you ever those growing up, though, the, the other families would send my mom and dad like and you'd get updates what the family did that year of like Ricky's a blue belt now. Like it would be what they did <laughs> and their accomplishments. I always loved those cards. Yeah. I don't think they do those really anymore. No, I haven't, you know. Just a photo. Yeah, I grew up in And it's like, you have it out, and then, <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Okay, how about a few trivia questions? Okay. Who popularized the Christmas tree tradition? 
Mm. Like Nene Leaks. Think royalty. Oh, <laughs> Nene Leaks. Uh, the queen? The yeah. queen? Yeah, Queen oh. Victoria and Prince Albert. Whoa. Prince Albert? Yeah. When and where <laughs> were the first Christmas card, where were they first sold? Oh. Allmark? <laughs> New, <laughs> New York. No, London, England. London, yes. Yeah. 1843. When and where was eggnog invented? This is going back. My mom's house. She makes yeah. the best one. <laughs> yeah, the, the guy with the vodka? Um, I don't... Rum. Like Scandinavia? What century? 18th? I'll go 17th. 13th. Oh, God. Oh, wild, right? Jeez. Can you name the highest grossing Christmas movie of all time? Home Alone. Yes! What is your favorite Christmas movie? Die Hard. Christmas Vacation. Okay. Yeah. Good options. What about favorite holiday food or like a drink? Is there like a go-to that you have for Christmas breakfast or dinner or something? Normally, like I do, I like Christmas breakfast with my family, which is just really just like Southern breakfast. Nothing yeah. special. The night before, like a ham. Yeah, yeah. we, uh, this will be the first Christmas without mom this year. And, but she used to do this Christmas Eve where it was, Flank steak, shrimp. It was like, but it was all finger foods. And this year we're breaking, we're really trying to break tradition because it's going to be weird. And we're going to a Mexican restaurant on Christmas Eve. We've never, that. but it was always like at the home, but we're like, let's just do something completely different we would never think of doing. So yeah, yeah we'll see how that goes. Feliz Navidad. Gonna right? wake up on the toilet <laughs> Christmas morning. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm making enchiladas Christmas night. Sheena's famous Sheena's enchiladas. Uh, enchiladas. Yeah, we're doing it. They're going to be red and green sauce. Yep. Yes. <laughs> we literally, trays of each. What is your favorite Christmas song? Oh, you know, until recently, uh, well, I mean, recently Christmas Sleigh, of course. I think that's the new Obviously. song. I'm like not into like Christmas music other than Mariah Carey, I feel like. Mm -hmm. I, just I did don't... just listen to her full Christmas album on Sunday. I, I, I listened okay. to it yesterday. But I would say uh, I'm a big Last Christmas Wham guy. Yeah, yeah, that's on my Christmas playlist. Yeah. What is the best-selling Christmas song of all time? Do you know? Is it that Brenda Lee song? Rocking no. Around the Christmas Tree? No. Is it the Band-Aid song, Do They Know It's Christmas? No, but that's a good one. That's also on my yeah. playlist. It's White Christmas by oh, Bing, Bing Crosby. Crosby. Really? Yeah. Huh. All right. Well, thanks for playing. Feeling <laughs> festive. We'll be right back. <laughs> BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? 
Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank member FDIC. Tis the season and I loved gift giving. It is that time of year, but let me tell you, it can really add up. And that's why this holiday season, I'm shopping Quince. Quince has been my go-to place for luxury essentials at an affordable price for myself, for Summer Moon, for everyone on my list and yours, including yourself. Quince offers a range of high-quality items with prices within reach. So I'm telling you, you're going to find something for not only yourself, your grandmother, your mother, your daughter, your cousins. I mean, they have 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters from only $50, washable silk tops, dresses, cotton sweaters, comfy pants, and the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. That's why I'm giving the gift of Quince's buttery soft cashmere to my nearest and dearest this year. The sweaters that we already have in Summer's closet, I bought them a little bigger so they would fit her oversized this winter but still fit her for next year because they're just too good. And when you're a growing girl like Summer Moon, once she grows out of them, we are passing them down. They are too good to give up, I'm telling you. And also, they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, which I love. So get affordable luxury for everyone on your list with Quince. Go to quince.com slash honey for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash honey to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash honey. Okay, this one is for all of my ladies out there. So listen up. Are you the type of person who can spot a too good to be true health hack from a mile away? Because if so, I have the perfect thing for you. This is something that I have recently added into my health supplement plan. And I think you should too, because you deserve a multivitamin that more than meets your standards and Ritual is here to help you. So I'm talking about the essential for women 18 and over, and it is the one thing missing from your daily routine. They are clinically backed multivitamin for women 18 and older with high quality and traceable key ingredients in clean bioavailable forms. So let me tell you a little more about this. They have nine key ingredients in two capsules per day. And that's what I love about Ritual is I already have so many supplements I'm taking from Dr. Amen for my brain, but this multivitamin is just adding two more capsules per day. They have this unique beadlet in oil, which is even patented. And lastly, it has a minty essence in every bottle that keeps things fresh and helps make taking your multis every day actually enjoyable because you don't want it to feel like a job. You want to know you're doing something good for your body and the minty essence just adds that extra touch. So no more shady business. Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust. Ritual is offering my listeners 30% off during your first month. Visit ritual.com slash Sheena to start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. All right, so I wanted to wrap up some hot topics for 2023 because it's been um, a weird year to say the least. It's like I went from having to call the paparazzi when I wanted to be seen to them actually stalking me at my home and following me all the way to Long Beach for my eyelash extension appointment. I Goals. go into my appointment, I leave, and I hear like Sheena, and I was like, 
paparazzi in Long Beach? And he was like, I followed you. God. And I'm like, wait, what? And he was like, yeah, I was just waiting for you to leave. And I'm like, I, I don't like that. Oh. I wonder if they Wild. get upset having to travel a long distance. They're like, oh, my God, the gas <laughs> yeah. mileage. No, he was like, I was wondering when you were going to stop driving. <laughs> but you <laughs> like, admit you used to call the paparazzi. At times, I would give them a heads up. Like, I still will. I mean, here's the thing. If I'm going to Craig's, I know they're already going to be yeah. there. But I'll probably let Bobby also know I'm going to be there because I know he always gets the best photos of me. <laughs> so, oh, okay. yes. Have I done it in Hawaii in the past? Absolutely. I want to give. But it's a, not always. I want to yeah. give a holiday shout out to that TMZ guy that would always be like, "Okay, okay, okay. Oh, uh, Tom. Okay. Um. Uh. What's the deal with oh my Rachel? Gosh, yes. uh, okay, okay. He was my favorite <laughs> one through all of Scandal. He would just show up to, oh, hey, Rachel. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Like it was wild, and he would always be like, I don't know what the big deal is. Yeah. Well, speaking of, I mean. I feel like we can't wrap up 2023 without just touching on Scandaval a little. So do you guys know who first coined the term Scandaval? Because the first person I heard say it, I think was Andy Cohen, but I don't think he came up with it. I felt like I just started hearing it on TikTok, like when the videos started being made. Well, there but- is there. I mean, I thought this was another like is 13th century. I don't, like, I don't, I don't know. Well, there's got to be somebody that coined it. Who did? Do you know who coined it? I don't it? remember. It was either a fan or someone who was on Watch What Happens Live because then Andy started using it, but I don't think it originated with him. I don't think so either because I felt like... I also feel like... Comment below if you know. I feel like we would hear it from that person. Yeah. Because I feel like they would tell us every opportunity that they created the name Scandaball. So why do you guys think this story was so high profile to the fact where it's at the White House Correspondents' Dinner? It's like the President of the United States was made aware of this scandal, and it was the biggest news story. It was CNN. I mean, it was everywhere. Because people, and it's like, I feel like I, when you were a VPR fan from the beginning, which I think most VPR fans were, you were invested, which is why it feels weird to have all these new fans because you feel like, oh, you're not, you don't get it. You weren't part of it. But it was like a very, People who watch VPR didn't watch it sporadically. Mm-hmm. They watched every season. They watched That's every true. episode and they were just invested. Maybe it was a smaller, you know, grouping than like some of the other housewives show. Not anymore. But <laughs> but the people who watched it were dedicated. And I think that's part of it. Well, I think, yeah, there's that element of if you've been a fan forever, it's like a sports team where you guys didn't have mm-hmm. two good seasons. So you're like, I still believe in my team. So with that point of like, oh, my God, the magic's still there. But then the other thing that really grabbed our attention was that this was a long-standing relationship that nobody suspected. Like mm-hmm. even knowing Ariana and Tom a little in real life, I would have told you, you are crazy. There's no way this happened at all. That. I mean, I talked to you the week of yeah. when you were on watch what happens live with Rachel and it was a, it was already a good season. It was already a solid season. So to have this break and there would be new things about it that would break every week. Mm-hmm. So the way production and was, was able to keep our, keep our attention and like all new, like you guys were all doing podcasts. There was so much attention, so many details, the TMZ guy on the street, all of these things that it kept building because you then found new lies, how deep the lies went. And then there was this whole undercurrent. It got so popular. Then, then there was conspiracy theories of like, Mm -hmm. they're just, this is all scripted. This is all scripted. And I, people still swear, people still like, I know it's all fake. So all of this, and it really then got people to go back. And then it was like the Da Vinci code. You're like, Oh, he had that same behavior with Chris in season three and Mm -hmm. all of these clues you could go back and watch and it kind of was like a tidal wave of viewing emotion yeah no totally it was 
wild. And I feel like even now, new information is still coming out. Sandoval just did two teas in a pod and was saying about how Raquel initiated it. And now she has her podcast, which I saw today. Someone sent me a screenshot. I refuse to listen. (laughs) Did you guys listen? I was listening in the lobby. and then we. (laughs) I was listening to that on the car ride over. And I was. How long of a preview is it? Six and a half minutes. minutes? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what is she going to talk about outside of that six and a half, seven minutes? I mean. (sighs) What's episode 10 of Rachel Goes Rogue going to be about? That's what I want to know. I mean, that's that's the question. I mean, maybe. I don't know. Because she talks about how she's enjoying being back in L.A. That's what the first thing she says. So and how she's starting to do things again. So, I mean, are we going to be following her new adventures in LA? Yeah. I mean, we saw her at the jingle, the jingle ball. So she's obviously wants to be out there, but she's not filming. She's not going to film. I am interested in her from her perspective. And you can tell she's been somewhere for 90 days because it does seem like there's some therapy speak in there. And I mean that as a compliment, but she also takes us through her side of the story, which I think is necessary if we're going to hear Tom's side. Mm -hmm. So what we want to do from it from there, but yeah, I feel like that's two episodes tops. And then where do you go from there? And also, like I've always said, and I don't want to be rude, but I just, when I listen to it, I know how hard it is for her to do this, even just communicating with her voice. Right. And I think that's the thing that she's going to have to get really comfortable with really quick to try to get that out there. She seems like in a very positive uh, space. And I did agree with her in regards to Tom Sandoval of like blocking him. If you wrote all the things that he was doing in black and white, it was obvious that these were red flags. And she said, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have believed it until I sat there and wrote it all out, obviously in therapy. And then you can't deny that. And that I think like, though that's fascinating. Somebody that's actually learning from their mistakes. It doesn't take away from the pain she caused Ariana or you, Mm -hmm. but I do find that like, listen, I've been in the worst year of my life right now. I've done some really, I've, you know, I, I can understand from that perspective, but I don't know how much that we're gonna go along with her on that journey after a certain point. I would love to see a video portion of the podcast instead of it being only audio, because that's how you know it's fully scripted. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I would like to see more. I mean, not that I'm going to watch or listen at all, but if she's going to do this, don't just be reading a script behind a mic. Show your face. But I think that's the only way she's going to be able to do that. And as somebody that edits their own podcast, I kept listening, going like, oh, I bet they're having to edit that. Like I was listening to little edit points and it must be really hard. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what I hate about this? Then it's going to kind of fuel that because then Tom's going to have to do a response podcast. It's going to be, be like, battle of the podcast. It's like battle back of the podcast. Yeah, it kind of is. And so it's like we're never going to be free of Scandal <laughs> in some ways. Literally. It's like release me. And also what do you I want to know for people who cover things like the show but are removed personally from it. What effect do you think Scandal has had? Has, and anyone that you know, have they said that maybe now they feel like it's caused them to be less trusting. Like, does it make you look at friendships differently? Because, I mean, I know the way it's affected people who were in it, but I'm wondering if people outside of it are like, wait, that happened to her, that could happen to me. No, I mean, I actually, for me, it was like, I it sounds really bad. I enjoyed watching it only because literally days before Scandal broke, I was at the crappies with Ariana and we had gone yeah, out to too, the, yeah. the bar and I was randomly because we're drunk telling her the story about how like I got to where I was in life because I dumped this like nine year relationship I was in and how it was like 
as tragic as it was, like it was so freeing because I wouldn't be in LA if that wow. hadn't happened. Just a random conversation had no, I had no idea what was going on. And then days later this happened. And so I enjoyed watching it because every time she moved up, I was like, yep. Yeah. Well, let me take that further down the line. That proves it's a conspiracy. You gave her the idea <laughs> that night. You said, girl, I'm going to be on Broadway Inception. by the end of the year. Yeah. Right? Like, well, I will, no, that was wild. I was at the crappy sitting right next to her at the awards part. And we were talking about Winterhouse and how like the both the Toms were going to go. And not, like, so we were talking about that. And we were even talking about Lala at that point. Because mm -hmm. Lala had just come out on Watch What Happens Live and said, we're coming for Ariana next. Sandoval B. You know, and we were talking about that. So just literally the next week. But for me, it just changed that the amount of work that it took to cover that. Yeah. Like I was doing line by line recaps. Like I was losing my mind because it, I mean, it was really good for my show, but at the same time, like I was so personally invested. Yeah. I was like, I was very, and to a degree still, like I was just, I was angry at Tom. Like I was just, I didn't see that happening and I really respected him in a different way. And I just didn't think he was like, you know, old Jax, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Mm, totally makes sense. That wasn't the only shocking and big split of 2023, though. There have been, I feel like, a lot of surprising splits. We just recently learned about Kendall Jenner and Bad Bunny. Oh, no. Who were you most surprised by? Who got the most attention? Who should have gotten more? I mean, we've got Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner. Ariana Grande and Dalton Gomez. Hugh and Deborah Lee Jackman. Cardi B and Offset, Britney Spears and Sam, Caitlin Bristow and Jason. I mean, the list goes literally on and on. Sofia Vergara, Joanna. Reese Witherspoon, Taylor Swift, but look at her now. I mean, and then... I feel like the, there needs to be I Will Remember You, Sarah McLaughlin. Right? Yeah. playing underneath of this or I'm like into like, the road. We've, the Bravo world, we've got Kyle Mauricio, Carl and Lindsay, Drew, Sidora, and Ralph, and Shannon and John. Like, so many. Yeah. So, most shocking, didn't get enough attention, should have gotten more. What are your thoughts? <laughs> I mean, I feel like I thought every time a new breakup happened, I think I was more shocked than the last, not because of the person it was, because the number kept increasing. Yeah. And another I was like, one, another and one. And I was like, is this, and it's collectively people are like, no, this is the year of the breakup. I think there's more than normal. And I really do Put it up to well, we've read Jeezy, wasn't it? Uh, Jeezy and uh, what's her? Uh, Jeannie Mai, Jeannie yeah. Mai, Jeannie Mai, and, and Jeezy. Jeezy, and Jeezy. And I, I just think that like lockdown happened, and relationships that would have broken up 2020, 2021 stayed on extra longer. Some people even got married because they like thought they fell in love again. <laughs> and I think that 2023 was like the shedding because I felt like we just didn't even start getting out of the house again really till 2022. Yeah. And once that happened, we're like, what am I doing? I hate you. <laughs> yeah. I don't even want to be near you. I don't want to sleep in the same bed with you. And I think that's what was. So I, it was just a collective, like the number kept rising. But then I was like, I think celebrity sense. relationships are like, you, you count them in dog years. Yeah. <laughs> like one year is seven years in celebrity. Right. And uh, I mean, there are a lot of shocking ones. And I mean, I think the thing that didn't get enough, well, it got a little of attention, but I think we don't talk about it nearly enough still is the Ariana Grande one because of her current guy was with a woman with a newborn child. They met on the set of Wicked and she then split with Dalton Gomez after they were already 
you know, with each other. And that to me, because then everybody started looking at Ariana Grande's pattern of behavior in relationships. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing about getting older is that you can start looking at patterns in relationships, right. just like we did with Sandoval. And that to me was still kind of mind blowing because Ariana Grande is like almost like people's princess and they're filming a wicked. They're filming a movie about Glinda the Good Witch, which you are. And now when we see that film, we're going to be like, that's the dude that had a brand new baby. And you... That to me is wild. Uh huh. Yeah. And we don't have a reality show like we do with the Bravo right. breakups that we get to see the aftermath. Yeah. Wild. But you've been on, I mean, you've had a breakup on Bravo. The thing that always makes me curious is multiple. You know, is that, <laughs> shout out, Rob. <laughs> uh, no, is that, you know, Carl and Lindsay, they're going through really deep emotional pain. They're going to have to go through way more emotional pain once it starts airing and also once we start adding our two cents mm -hmm. in and making our memes and things like that. That's the thing that I always wonder about reality stars is we have to go through pain in normal relationships, but we don't have to consistently relive it on television. Yeah, that's the thing too. And I mean, being friends with both Carl and Lindsay and getting both sides and then the show hasn't even aired yet. And it's like, you are going through a healing process already on your own but then you gotta go and relive and see everything everyone said about you behind their backs yeah it's just like wait i'm also are you friends with danielle as well mm -hmm. i mean like <laughs> have you talked to her about this season of winter house like is she kind of mortified by what she has i don't think she is. no because i have not caught up on winter house okay. yet so that is my next binge i make sure to always get it in before summer house starts okay but i'm not caught up on it yet so i've not okay. talked to her about it yet but you didn't even and watch the Schwartz scenes? No, I, I when I get in, like I'm gonna be fully in. Yeah. Yeah. So I had the Demilio's on last week. So I fully like rewatched all of season three of the Demilio show. Now I was catching up with Bachelor in Paradise, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I still have to watch the Kardashians. So Winter House is the next one, but I'm gonna do that after the holidays. Can't you blame the Demilio? Can't you blame the Tamara thing on the Demilio's instead of us? <laughs> Like, I feel like they could take it. Like, they're yeah, paying, I like, they could, like, the I think, was like, I think Tamara, Tamara was I think that like... was the Tamilia. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? So another hot topic of 2023 was Ozempic. Mm. I know this was first approved by the FDA as an injectable medication for treating diabetes back in 2017. And it was then approved in 2021 to treat obesity. Since then, it has become so popular across TikTok, among like tech CEOs like Elon Musk, and most notably amongst Hollywood and probably several housewives. Yes. <laughs> but a big part of this story has been the like McCarthy style witch hunt surrounding speculation of who is and who isn't using the medication to achieve their weight loss goals, which I feel like that kind of creates a sense of shame around the usage of the medication because no one wants to admit they've taken it. I have friends. And one thing I feel like people don't understand is I have friends outside of the show. I have friends outside of LA. I have friends outside Let's of this right group. Let's cut right here. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I don't want to hear this. And I have friends who have used Ozempic after their kids. Friends, and I'm not talking about anyone who's ever been on Vanderpump Rules. I said this once and everyone's like, you're talking about Stassi because she says something. I'm like, I'm actually not. I'm talking about someone else. I'm not going to throw them under the bus. But one of my friends, she only did it for a couple of months. But now it's like she can't put the weight back on. She feels like her face is so sunken in. It's aged her. And she's like embarrassed 
to admit that she used this to lose the baby weight. So I feel like there's that whole thing. And then Oprah, I know, had revealed that she used it as part of her weight maintenance plan and whatnot. So do we feel there has been or will be a shift post Oprah chiming in here? Well, absolutely. I think they just announced today Weight Watchers is getting in like the weight loss injectables game. Mm -hmm. So it's like, this is the future. Look, here's the reality. People are only mad. Skinny people are mad because they've been keeping skinny (laughs) for years. And they're (laughs) mad that like getting skinny isn't like hard to, it's not, it's accessible now for everybody. Like everyone can afford it. And so look, I get it. Like if you want to have surgery after you have kids because you can't snap back, I don't care. I'm going to have surgery too one day. Like I'm going to do all of these things. Like I don't know why people are so concerned about what people are doing They'll throw out the whole like, oh, you're taking it away from diabetics. That is not yeah. true. Wagovi specifically is formulated only for obesity. It's not even formulated for diet. So nobody is taking these drugs away from diabetics. Mm-hmm. Also, like, oh, you're going to have obstructed bowel. Okay, well, it's my bowel. Who cares? <laughs> How does that Don't worry about it. This is my I'll obstructed you know. bowel. Like, if yeah. I can't poop, it's my problem. Yeah. No, I, I'm tired. It's kind of like scandal. I, I'm tired of hearing about it. I yeah. don't. As long as the people that need it get it and have it, like, and that's good. I'm all for it. I've struggled with weight all my life. I'm the Luther Vandross of podcasting. I, like, I would love. I would do this. I, I will probably do this at some point to try to actually like maintain it. Like, as long as it's safe and healthy, and you're mm-hmm. taking it in the right way, I do love to picture you backstage at BravoCon and everybody shooting up. Like, give me that <laughs> shot. Yeah, like just everybody like a back room, dark. There, just, there were a lot of shrinking housewives this year. And well, I was like, Erica but you Jane, know what? Maybe they are just working out. You know, maybe they're stressed. Yeah, all of a sudden they discovered the right combination. No, you I know? think it's a mix of everything. But Erica Jane hormones. specifically said hormones. And that led me down to hearing a lot of people's opinions of like, well, that's news to me because I gained 30 pounds on hormones right. and stuff like that. <laughs> so it was really interesting. I think we should be in a day and age where it's fine if you take it. I'm really glad Oprah said something mm-hmm. because when she says something, people actually listen mm-hmm. and come back down totally. to earth. So it will be interesting to see in 2024 what happens. Yeah, yeah definitely. So I do want to get into some T-Swift, but we just need to take one more quick little break. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Unwrap the first of many presents this season with holidays on the house from DraftKings Casino. With hundreds of games, prizes, and promos, DraftKings Casino has everything on your list. Right now, new players who play $5 get $100 instantly in casino credits. So what are you waiting for? Cozy up with all the classics like slots, blackjack, and roulette. Or play exclusive games you'll only find at DraftKings Casino to feel the holiday cheer all season long. If you've seen my Instagram, then you know this is one of Brock's go-to apps. He loves to gamble, and the fact that he can do it from the comfort of his own home, on the golf course, or wherever, is a total bonus. 
Download the DraftKings Casino app now and sign up with promo code HONEY and play $5 to get $100 in casino credits. That's promo code HONEY only at DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. 21 plus physically present in Connecticut, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia only. Void in Ontario. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. One per opted in new customer. $5 wager required. Maximum $100 in casino credit awarded, which require one times play through within seven days. Terms at casino.draftkings.com slash holidays on the house. Restrictions apply. Another hot topic of 2023. I mean, she's the hot topic of every year, but Taylor Swift. I feel like this has truly been the year of Taylor Swift. It's like a new level of success, even from the biggest tour of all time. Did you guys go to the Eras tour? I did not go. Oh, so but I will say I'm going to um, I'm going in May to Sweden to see Taylor Swift. Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah, yeah. I'm going with my uh, best friend and his husband, and I cannot wait to see it. Yeah, it was. Incredible. I mean, the girl did not miss a beat. It was, I think, 45 songs, three and a half hours, so many costume changes. It was insane. She's Times Person of the Year, setting, you know, a new industry standard for how films about concerts are distributed and has even boosted ratings for the freaking NFL with her attendance at the games. Mm, So what do you think is the reason for the the Taylor effect like how did we get here this year I mean I think that she she finds a way to connect with everyone because I was not a Swifty I was not a Swifty and then when the whole thing I learned about how she didn't own her rights to her music and she was going to re-record mm-hmm. everything that for some reason was what got me I was like I'm because I think I'm just all about women so I'm like all right I'm gonna like be a Swifty and I'm only gonna watch listen to Taylor's version and then I yeah. got into it from there I think she just knows like not that she knows, but she just finds a way to connect with people on and different I, levels. And I think she's been in the industry so long, people kind of like watching Vanderpump Rules from the start, people grew up with her. And then over the pandemic, she released like two albums and that were kind of huge bangers, but couldn't tour. So she was primed on top of breaking up her relationship mm-hmm. with it. Like there were so many things that fell into place on top of, she seems like a genuinely good person. And I think people root for her, you know, through the Kanye stuff, through all, you know, and she seems to still be able to keep her feet somewhat on the ground, yeah. even though I think there's no possible way after this year. It's at Michael Jackson levels, yeah. I feel, in oh, some yeah. ways. But uh, I think we just really root for somebody that seems like they make sense. Like what Kiki was talking about, that blew me away of like, that's such a brilliant idea. And like, no, you will not have my voice. Mm-hmm. You might have this legally, so I'm going to go this other way. What a brilliant business person. Yeah. I feel like she's thriving. And then, you know, Kanye and Scooter maybe... Haven't had the best years. Men are idiots. We are are truly idiots. Like, like leave it to a woman to find the right way. And I would throw this out to Beyonce as well. Like, after watching that Renaissance movie, it blows me away how their minds work and how they're managing to still... Most people cannot be at this level and still have normal ways of thinking. And both Beyonce and Taylor seem to have normal Mm -hmm. ways of thinking still. It's impressive. 
Yeah. Which is both. why I, w- I didn't see the Taylor Swift movie, but I heard she didn't have the behind the scenes like Beyonce did, which I would love to see. I would yeah. love yeah. to see. Like, I love the behind the scenes yeah. stuff. The only the only bone I have to pick with Taylor is like, how much money do you think your fans have left? Like, it's like <laughs> every at a certain point, she's like, you get it on, get it on on demand with three extra songs. And they're all you see on TikTok. They have every colored album. They have payments every, of $99. Right? Well, it's like, thank God Sheena doesn't have more vinyl. Like, I only have like, but you know what? That's the only thing. I question sometimes it's like obviously she's good but she keeps releasing like and and you're such a fan that you want all these different versions right. I know what it's like to be a fan I would just wonder if some of them have like I had to go to Wells Fargo I got approved for a loan <laughs> I can follow Taylor for the next two years honestly probably Talk. yeah I had a friend who went to like five or six different cities in the country to see the tour and then went to several. No. Well, I think he went to a couple of them, but one of my sister's best friends and then also several nights here. And I'm like, is that just all the money you made this year? Like, wow. I mean, but good on her. She's got some amazing fans. So I know we talked a little bit about Travis Kelsey when you were here last time, but what do we think 2024 has in store for the couple? I heard there was rumors of him asking her dad for her hand in marriage. Look, it makes sense. Like, why not? I mean, because it's Hollywood. You can do whatever you want. You can get married for a few years. You can then get divorced. You can maybe pop out a baby. Like, it, <laughs> the rules don't apply when you're, like, rich yeah. and famous. But also, like, everybody argued this year about, is this a PR relationship? And at this point, whatever relationship she's going to be in is a PR relationship. So I think it's as real as it can be, but it will be interesting because I swear to God, if she gets pregnant, you are going to see the biggest population boost in oh the country gosh. because everyone's like, I'm going to get pregnant now. Taylor did it. I'm going to do it. Like it is, I think we will see her become a mother in the next two years. Ooh. I agree. And, she, yeah. and I, she'll still tour. She'll bring the totally. baby out. It's going to be fine. Absolutely. Yeah, she can do it all. Other pop stars. Britney Spears. Did you read her book? Yes. Yeah. So uh, she released her memoir, The Woman and Me. And that was the first time we really got access into her world. Like, first time ever. And in one part, she reveals that Justin Timberlake had cheated on her many times Yet he painted the opposite picture of that after the breakup. And she remained silent on the fallout until now. Like the Crimea River music video had the Wade Robson looking dude and all of that. And that was all I felt like we ever heard about that relationship when it came to cheating. What do you think were some of the biggest revelations that were made in the book? I mean, I think learning about the history of her family was kind of big, even mm-hmm. just like revealing they come from just so much trauma. And I think we knew there was obviously trauma there, but we didn't know exactly what, right? We just knew there was dysfunction. And so kind of getting to pinpoint like when it started and how it carried on for so long, I think that was important to hear and hearing her perspective of like, you know, being on stage at that MTV Awards when Justin Seeing is having, Justin having the a, best yeah. night of his life. And it's like how she feels yeah. crappy because I know we were terrible. I'm sure I said terrible things about I mean, we all said we, all we were all horrible people. And so it was just really makes you go forward knowing like, OK, like this is how I'm going to be as a person. Like I know that celebrities do require fans to talk about them. It's how they stay relevant. But how I'm going to talk about them is so different. And even just when I see her dancing naked on Instagram now, I celebrate it. Yeah, Whereas do, before do I was like, 
I'm concerned, but now I'm like, I that's understand what why is. she's mm-hmm. doing that's it. What, yeah. I mean, I think the other big and trigger warning talking about abortion is revealing that her yeah. and Justin had an abortion. And that was wild because thinking about the two biggest pop stars in the world, there were two of the bigger pop stars in the world having to go through something deeply personal mm-hmm. that none of us knew about exactly. and having to keep up public appearances. But I, I read that book and kind of was like, well, of course she's where she is. And of course all of this, yeah. like when you think about also having your autonomy over your body and your personal choices taken away from you, because we always look, I grew up in Kansas. You always look at celebrities as aspirational as, oh my God, I want that life so badly. And then to realize what that life actually is or was behind the scenes, it's eye opening. Mm-hmm. Do you think the process of her writing this book was healing for her to finally, you know, get her truth out? after all of these years, because it's like she's been hidden behind the conversation. She's had people speaking on her behalf. We don't know how much access she has to her. Like, is it her posting? Is it, you know, what, how do you think that was for her? I feel like it could be. The problem is, is that, and rightfully so, I think she's very distrustful of actual therapists. Mm-hmm. And I do still think that she does need somebody to work out these feelings with, because like, her doing it on herself. She just she doesn't have the tools because why would she? So I think that's going to be the hard balance is like, how does she get the help she needs when I know that she lacks the trust? And I think sometimes uh, there's a little bit of arrested development or you kind of are frozen in carbonite at the age you become famous. So you still see mm-hmm. her as like childlike in a lot of ways. And I think that comes out even in her expression, her video expressiveness on Instagram. But I get worried that this could trigger another breakdown of some sort, yeah. just being this open. Mm-hmm. And I think we saw that after the book was released, she was kind of like, come on, y'all, I put this all. But like she was shocked about some of the reception. And I think that's the big, great mystery is like what how much a part of this is she? And do we, as long as she's safe, then yeah. I'm good. And maybe I don't need to know. Like, that's like what I'm coming to the end of 2023 is maybe I don't need to know some things. Maybe yeah. it's okay. Let's bring back secrets in 2024 for sure. I don't know. I'm like, I don't know. Well, I like, even with Matthew Perry's things. death, I don't need to know. Like, he died. I, like, I don't need to know exactly why. Yeah. Like, it's like, I, I get it, you yeah. know? Yeah. No, totally. What do you think is next for Britney? Do you think after writing the book, she'll write new music. She'll ever tour again. She'll just kind of try and stay as private as she can. I will say that she's one person that's a total enigma. Like I could not predict anything. Like she might fall in love and get Mm -hmm. married in Hawaii. Like, I don't know. I think it'll be another book. I don't, you know, like I think it'll be the probably the same involvement she has with this book. And I do think there's still a lot of untapped things. I mean, there was the book was so quick, and there are even things I would love to put a microscope on from her words of like delving into like the Sam Lufty of it all and like certain periods mm-hmm. that I remember very deeply yeah. that I would love to to zoom in on, even like the Sam Ashkari relationship, which split up. You know, during the book, they were still together. Mm-hmm. And I'm still curious about that relationship. They briefly talked about the marriage. I'd, I'd also like to know more about her relationship with Paris Hilton. There's just so many things about her day-to-day life I would still be curious with. But I think a book might be a proper format. Yeah. At the Dancing with the Stars finale, the day last time I saw you guys. So they have, you know, the whole cast come back. And Jamie Lynn came up to me at the after party. And she was like, oh, my God, I'm mm. such a big fan. Like, blah, blah. Oh, And wow. I was just like so many things you want to say to Britney Spears' sister in front of your face. And I was just like, thanks. (laughs) I like, I I didn't honestly know what to say. Cause like so many questions. Yeah. And I mean, but it's also weird that you know so much about her life when you just met her 
for the first time. But it's how when people meet you and think they assume they know you because they've seen you 10 seasons of television. But even with the Jamie Lynn stuff in the book, I was like, of course, Jamie Lynn is the way she is. Even Brittany pointed it out. She grew into it. She was raised in a family that had money because of yeah. Brittany. Mm-hmm. She got everything that she wanted. So she, of course, had this different attitude where Brittany created a lot of those paths for that whole family. Mm-hmm. But it makes, you know, it's it's always good to get context of like, this is why she is the way she is. Some of it's her fault and some of it isn't. Yeah. yeah. Sending love to Brittany. Always longtime Brittany fan. I yeah. found this photo recently. It was from a photo shoot. I think I'm like 16 years old. And someone was like, wait, I see the Britney thing there. I'll pop it up in the video if you guys are watching. So I was like, see, like when I said that season one, I was like, no, I did for a period of time. But I've just always been such a huge fan of hers. And it's just, it's so sad and wild. And like when like the family's involved and to think that there aren't just like parents, like as a mom now, all I want to do is protect my kid. Yeah. It, yeah. So, oh, I mean, would you let Summer Moon get involved in the industry? Yeah. I mean, if she wants to, this little girl, I mean, she is an actress. She turns it on, can turn it off. Like, I feel like I do want to get her into acting. Yeah. But I also am really busy right now. And that's not going to be my main focus getting a toddler into yeah. acting. I think. It'll come when it it's be the Brock's right time. It, yeah. <laughs> we talked about it, but now he's actually busy developing a couple projects right now. And I don't know. I think when the right time comes, but if that's something she wanted to do, I would definitely support it because she does have that personality at only two and a half years old. But I was never in the industry as a child. So that's the difference. I always wanted to be. But for whatever reason, my parents either didn't allow it or didn't have the means to. And so I didn't get into Hollywood until I was 21. I did a couple extra background works in like high school, but I didn't really get fully into it until I was a full adult. So when it comes to kids, I feel like it's so different. But then also, you know, people have their opinions about it. We've not given Summer the chance of having her be a public person already from the time she was born she's been on youtube she's been on the show she has an instagram page yeah, she blocks people yeah <laughs> people block her <laughs> <laughs> but you know i can only hope that brock and i are making the best decisions for her and she at this young age loves being in front of the camera and if one day that changes then you know what no more youtube no more show i would respect anything she wants but right now it's like no mommy i want to i want to facetime i want to see i want to do a video now she's also taking photos of me and my mom like she'll grab my phone she's like no do this <laughs> and she'll have us pose and she takes good photos i'm like what it's yeah sheena coffee table book by summer moon <laughs> right? coming 2024 right? so Another thing that was more recent in 2023, but apparently men think about the Roman Empire like a lot. There was a trend on social media where women would ask their partners how often they think about the Roman Empire. And it was crazy 
how often it crosses men's minds. How often do each of you think about the Roman Empire? I didn't even know what the Roman Empire was until yeah. the trend look it started. Up. It's like another example of like how I'm not an actual man. Like I like I zero. Like it was like if like you tell me how many times I think about Vanderbump rules, we're in business, but it's like in a big fat whopping zero. And it, like I was like, oh, another thing that I'm not manly about. So here's my follow up question: What is your Roman Empire? I mean, Vanderpump Rules was my Roman. I mean, that's all I thought <gasps> about that. in 2023. I yeah. mean, that was the majority of it. Yeah. I don't know if it's like a specific thing, but I think like it's usually saying some line from Bravo. Like I'm yeah. usually like, <laughs> Well, I unhealthily think about Batman a lot too. That is my, okay. like, I'll just be like, God, you know, it's like he trained, you have to be a billion. Because I would think I was, as a kid, I thought that was like a legitimate career option being a superhero. If you worked really hard, Batman didn't have any powers, so I thought that was a real thing. But I still, to this day, just be like, God, it would be amazing to fight crime and to be like, yeah. acted like, I was thinking about that the other day. Like, what does he do when he needs to go to the bathroom? How does he eat? Yeah, I'm, let's cut this part out. This is all, uh, <laughs> what about being a detective? Being a detective, yes, yeah, detect you, you all, you Vanderpumpers are detectives as well. So the I, greatest detectives. No, you are the detective. With oh, Summer let's name. not bring <laughs> up that. Wait, what? There's a there's old beef with me and uh, Sheena because he was a great detective, and I deterred him from the truth, which then he figured out. This, again. by the way, we're at like almost like the third or fourth anniversary of this. Yeah, it was like during COVID. Is. I was in Arizona, and I was like had COVID, feverish on the bed, flipping through. And Sheena or Sheena's mom had holiday photos in, and I took a screenshot and I zoomed in on the names, and one of them on the said Christmas presents under summer, the tree. And then I said, I bet Sheena's baby's name oh is Summer. My and God. Sheena didn't follow me at that point, immediately reaches out to me, and I'm like, oh, cool. And, she, and I'm like, oh, well, that's funny. I'm just, yeah, great. I think that's gonna be awesome. Congratulations. And I just put it to bed. And then months later at her uh, baby shower, she made a YouTube video. And then people on Reddit found some Summer's name. And I saw, or somebody sent me that, or maybe it was this SUP Facebook group. And I was like, I'm the greatest detective alive. <laughs> and I immediately posted it. I was like, I was right. I was right. And immediately get messages uh, from two of Sheena's really good friends, just like, Sheena's in tears. You ruined this. You ruined this. And you know me. I was like flipping. Oh, no. I was like, no, no. And bro was like, you son of a bitch. You, <laughs> this is what you have to do. This is what you do for a living. You've sold your soul. And I was like, what are you talking about? I, was, I just, but I really didn't. I told you, I did not stop to think about any cons. Oh, I was like, I almost shit myself. I was like, I was in a panic. I... Oh, it's the when worst. When you met it Brog, I think you were like. Oh, you could see. There's a picture. I'm like just sweat fully because I was like, he's gonna strangle me. He's gonna strangle me. And then no, it was classic, just like today. Sheena goes, "Hey, Brog." He's like, "Hey, how you doing, gay?" You know, like I can't do yeah. shit. And I was like, "Oh, I'm Ryan." You know, and and the moment passes, and then Sheena goes, "No, he's the guy. Remember, <laughs> just just like the Tamra stuff. He's the guy." And Brog was like, "Okay." And oh, then it was like, he was really nice God. the rest of the day. Yeah, night. enough time has passed. I will forever give him a little shit about it because also I feel like that moment, it was a huge learning lesson for him. And like, oh, I, now I understand why that moment was for Sheena to announce, not me. But he was great at his job and figured it out. And like, bravo. 
But the only thing that had upset me was I was literally so excited to message him right before the announcement went live. I was thinking about Ryan Bailey of all people. I'm like, we're going to send him a message and be like, okay, you were right. (laughs) But the second time when he was like, see, I was like, now you took my second moment from me. I wanted to reach out to you. I had to to explain it to my parents. I had to explain it. I'm not even joking. Like I was, I was, I lost. I was like, oh my God. And the thing is my account, like I'm not a detective account. Like there's like faces, but reality, all these people do it really good. I don't do that. I make silly memes. So this was the first time I figured out something. Yeah. And I just You're just had a COVID fever dream. Just like, and no? I just completely <laughs> upset somebody. It was awesome. But in the end, I think it also led to us becoming friends. Yeah. And now we can joke about it and no hard feelings. I can't whatsoever. wait till Summer, Summer Moon gets old enough for you to throw me under the bus with her. <laughs> yeah. And go, this guy <laughs> this blew your announcements. <laughs> but it's OK. We covered it up and I didn't lose any brand deals announcing her name. So that was what I was worried about. It was See, a that, year. You wouldn't be that friends was if the that thing. It was a year of making no money. My podcast was canceled with Podcast One. No brands were booking anyone. And I had an opportunity to make money with a name announcement and this like blanket. I forget how we ended up doing it, but it was like we had to kind of pivot. I didn't I didn't know about that part. Thank God I didn't lose you that deal. Yeah, that that was why I was freaking out and in tears because I was like, this is like a lot of money. And so then we pivoted from that. And I think it was maybe we did the exclusive instead or whatever it was, but it worked out. So, yeah, Jamie messaged me. He's like, hey, Batman, Sheena's in tears right now. I was like, (laughs) what? It was. Yeah, it was it was a hard year, but this year was wild. But thank you guys both for coming back, getting into some end of the year shenanigans. I think we should definitely continue doing some of these in the new year because I love your opinions and all of my listeners do as well. So remind everyone where they can find you. Find me on TikTok or Instagram at The Talk of Shame or on my podcast at Betches Pop Crime. I do a podcast for Betches as well. So bad it's good with Ryan Bailey. And I also want to pro- promote Kiki Monique on Reality Checked on Sirius. You can listen to her every morning. Awesome. Thanks for watching and listening, guys. Happy holidays. And we'll be back next week with a solo Sheena Spills rant wrap up <laughs> of the year. Thanks for listening to Shenanigans with Sheena Shea. Download new episodes every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> Looking fine and I got my girls with me. With the boys at the table getting tipsy. Miss me, kiss me one more time. Get over here, boy. I'm going to make you mine. Yeah. Do you want it? Let me see you shake that. Do you need it? Let me see you shake that. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.